Hello everybody and welcome to She Talks Tech, where I profile women in technology and STEM careers. My aim is to elevate and amplify their stories and inspire more women to join this field. Through detailed interviews with successful women in technology and STEM, I explore their career paths, challenges, successes, and advice for aspiring professionals. Join me as I celebrate the achievement of women in technology and STEM and discover the diverse and exciting opportunities available in this field. And I'm so excited today because we have Tulufa Longosi, who is one of the ladies that I would love to have you listen to her story. So hello, Tulu. Hi, Shilani. How are you? <laughs> we are shooting this on a Saturday, or rather we are recording this on a Saturday. And I'm just so excited. Firstly, thank you for giving of your time for us to actually have this conversation. So I'd like to start from the very beginning, right? I want you to give me a little picture of the young Tulufelongosi. <laughs> Firstly, thank you so much for the invite. I've always been the biggest fan of your work, and I've listened to a lot of ladies that have been in your in your platform and to just it's just an honor for me to also be part of this community and be seen in that light so who is Tulufelo? <laughs> all right I was born and bred in Tembisa grew up in a family with so much love and I think a lot of the things that I do is just because of come from a lot of a family that is celebrates love and also just supports everything that I do and I think Oftentimes where I embark into new opportunities is because of, and having the confidence to do that, it's just because of at home I am embraced. And I think my life has just been a young girl who likes things, <laughs> who likes exploring. I always just explore my curiosity and always just find myself in spaces where I do me and just be happy. And I'm an artist in heart, but recently I'm a tech hand. <laughs> But it wasn't the end of something that just happened. But it's just like it was a transition that I went through different phases of my life where I never thought I would be in tech ever in my life. But I'm finding myself here. So there's a lot of story. We obviously, as we converse, we'll be able yeah. to then like take it in it and all of that stuff. But I'm just excited to be here. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. someone who actually, I guess, have some artistic element in them and then transitioned into tech. Like what? Where does this transition come from? What made you decide that now you were going to transition into tech? Actually, I actually studied a BSc in Environmental Sciences mm -hmm. at the University of Pretoria. I've always thought climate change, global warming, for the always greening and all of that stuff. And I think I always saw myself in that space. And obviously, like the, the outside of me is just me growing up in being in a community where it embraces that. I was part of a group called Timisa Young Generations where we were doing a lot of artwork. So it's just like my hobby. However, it's then integrated with my being. But in terms of the transitioning from being a BSc student in environmental sciences to tech, it was just like the reality that we face in South Africa of unemployment, right? I was doing an internship in that space for quite some time, but I felt stagnant. I felt there wasn't much growth anymore for me. And I, I was just also just got bored. <laughs> I just felt I wasn't really learning as much as I would like to. And yeah, and I realized that I really needed to do something about my life. But obviously it wasn't easy because you are fighting security in the country where there's a lot of unemployment to you wanting to leave everything to go start this something new that's moving and all of that stuff. So the transition, I'm not going to say it was easy, 
it wasn't an easy one. I had to really sit down with myself and really realize that what is it that I want? And am I willing to stay in this space for long or I can do something about it? And fortunately enough that I was given an opportunity to start at Within Code, which is a, an academy of coding and software engineering where I enhanced my skills and it worked out. I think it's just a story of hope where sometimes just really listening to intuition and what you really feel inside and leaving everything else and starting new. And obviously, yeah, that's just about it. <laughs> I'm glad that you actually mentioned Within Code, right? Because I'd like, I'd actually want us to at least unpack that part of your journey. So yeah. how does Within Code come about for you? And how did it contribute into your growth as a software engineer? Funny enough, I think Within Code, how did I find out about the school? I was actually going to an interview right for the job that i was yeah i was currently doing only to find out that the job that i interviewed for was for also an internship program so i was like oh what's the point of me moving from one internship program to another so in the same building that i went for an interview it was the same building where we think court had offices and like an office park where they share different space for yeah then i met this other man there he was like oh why what are you here for and i was like no actually i'm here for an interview whatever and then obviously afterwards he saw me he was a security guard and he asked me like how did it go? I'm like, yeah, it went well, but I don't think I'm going to take the role because of it's still similar to what I'm doing. So I don't think there's any growth in that. So he's like, why don't you try? There's this IT school. Obviously, he's an old man who doesn't really know what's happening. He's like, ah, there's this IT school in, in, in fourth floor. Why don't you go find out about it? Apparently, they, they get paid for studying. Hey, I heard that. I was like, paid for studying? <laughs> I was like, no, you wouldn't hurt. I just went up to the fourth floor. I went to the reception and then I just asked, inquire about it. They're like, no, unfortunately, the applications are closed for this year, which was that year. They were like, they're closed for this year, but you can just look at it. Then the, the lady there gave me a, pam- a pamphlet. Then I went home. Oh, you always have that thing in your heart, that high man. Let me just check this thing out. Then obviously I went to the internet and I started researching about it. What is within code and all of that stuff? And then I realized that Cape Town, Cape Town Campus and Durban were still open at that time. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just apply. I'll see what happens afterwards. I applied. A close friend of mine also helped me with the application. Then I went through the first stage of the application, of the process rather. So it was different stages. So when I went through the first phase, then I, I found out that actually you can transfer. Even if you applied through Cape Town, you can transfer to Johannesburg. Then I was like, okay, I sent an email that I would like to transfer to Johannesburg. Luckily, everything that went well, went through a bootcamp, uh, a six-day bootcamp where you actually learn Python and how to program and then went through an interview. <laughs> Then I got in. So honestly, I feel like for me, I'm a strong believer in God and how I always feel like things don't just happen for you, but some, sometimes you have to go through certain part for you, for certain things to happen for your life. I don't think for me, speaking to that security guard was just a coincidence. It's, I needed to be there. Though, though I was there for something else, but I needed to be there so I can meet that man and then so I can learn and all of that stuff. But for me, within code literally changed my life. I think I feel like I had lost a little part of my life for so long that I got into a space that embraced me for who I am and what I believe in. So I think I'm actually done with the institution now. And I'm glad to say that I even got placed to a corporate tech company that I'm going to be starting with next year. And I think overall, we think it was a success. And what is it we think it, obviously, so people don't know about it. I think it's just a, it's an institution that teaches you how to program. Right, we run, we go through different languages, your Java, Python, and all of that stuff. And not only that, later on they try to. It's not really guaranteed, but they try to place you with the sponsors to actually for you to get employment. So I think that journey for me like went really well. And not only that, I was just able to then 
do the work that I always do on the ground. I do a lot of impact work. So I was able to then integrate that part of my life and take and everything else then work out. So yeah. Yeah. Congratulations on your new role. And I am pretty sure that you are going to do really well. Whatever organization that you are going to join, they are very lucky to have you. And I'm happy for you and I'm happy for them as well. Uh, <laughs> so you mentioned Python as something that you did from the very beginning. Is this where the passion, I read somewhere that you actually are very passionate of Java and Python. Is this where your passion comes from? From I think Python was the very first language that I was introduced to yeah. into like the programming world. So obviously that will always be my first love. Yeah. However, I'm more excited for Java now because I think it's more challenging Mm-hmm. It really challenges me to really think out of the box. And not only that, I like the fact that it's very really structured. It's a, you, have to, you have your OPP, you need to, there are certain ways how you do Java. You don't just program like any other language or you just do anything else, but there are procedures that you have to follow. And not only that, I think with the reality that we have in the country, you want to position yourself in such a way that you are, you have the, the skills that are needed. And I, I realized that in, in South Africa, there isn't a lot of Java developers. So obviously, if you know that you can learn this thing, and it can put you in a better position in terms of employment, then obviously I think one of the things that I, I always thought to myself that I want to be have these, the skills that would allow me to be an employable person because at the end of the day, we, ho- we all have to eat. So I think now I'm transitioning more into Java because of this, of the passion and everything else, but just also knowing that I want to have a skill that not everyone, not, it's not a skill that's just there, but you have to really like master the skill. But I'm still a Python fan. However, like now I'm just focusing on Java, but not only Java, like you, I think in programming, you have to know quite different things. Like you need to be able to store data, SQL, you need to mm-hmm. like, for instance, if you're doing like testing, you need to also know a little bit of C sharp and all of that stuff. So I think it's just a matter of you finding the specific language that you want to focus on. However, but being mindful of the fact that in programming, it's always moving. You always have to learn new technologies and just familiarize yourself what's happening in the world. Like right now, AI is the thing. So as, a, as someone in tech, you need to at least understand that, that part of technology but yeah for now i'm just like learning 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 <laughs> awesome yeah i'm so excited and, and and i think it's really exciting to be looking forward to a new corporate role or new it's a new journey what are you most excited about it's a it's one of the biggest telecoms telecommunications company in africa and i think I never really, I never really saw myself in such big spaces. And I think a part of me is a bit nervous, but I know this is the type of nervous that I had when I started Beating Code, where I was just like, this is it. You have yourself, you have to work. But more than anything else, I'm looking forward to learning. I'm looking forward to actually grow my network. I'm looking forward to being able to then sustain myself and being able to just do things that I want to do. And I feel like I have, I've always had big dreams and I think, what 2023 has shown me is the fact that I can attain anything. And I think obviously, like, now that I have this at the back of my mind, I'm going to uh, move into 2024 differently. I will know that I've got the confidence and I've got the skills for me to be able to then be, like, anything that I want to be. But more than anything else, I'm looking forward to actually being employed. <laughs> at the end of the day, that's what I wanted. I wanted to be employed. I'm looking forward to being employed and obviously learning, meeting new people, making connections, and just, like, growing as myself. And not only that, but like my skill set in technology and actually an impact. I think more than anything else, hopefully that I get to a point where I have enough to actually impact other people. Because I always felt when sometimes people ask you, ah, oh, I'm like, I feel like I haven't arrived. I don't know if, why, what is it that people see in me that they want to 
because I feel like for when I see myself, I haven't arrived where I want to go. But I think I feel like now I'm in a direction of actually building something for myself that I'll be able to then share it with everyone else. But more than anything, I'm looking forward to just growing into myself and the person that I'm going to be. Yeah, I think it's good to have this beginner mentality. There's still always a room to learn. There's always still a room to improve. I think if we reach a space where we are not improving and then there's nothing that, or we, if we feel like we've arrived, then we might as well just die in general. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's the point? So yeah, keep it that way. Keep the learning. Keep just, it's exciting. And I'm so happy for you, like I've mentioned. Before we transition into something different, I still want to talk a little bit about We Think Code. So beyond your bootcamp work and then your coursework and everything that you were doing within code you were like a community head of events in this case what did that mean for you and how how was the balance like between you trying to finish what you've started with within code and also just now being involved in like this committee and just like I, I imagine it's a little outside the work that you still needed to do as a student Yes, I think it's really a matter of passion because I've always been passionate about women, children, and the youth. So this community head was, it's called Women Think Code. So it's still part of We Think Code, but it's Women Think Code. So oftentimes in the tech space where women are underseen, we don't have a lot of time, they don't have the confidence in the space because of we are not, we cannot see ourselves through other people. It's, we're always in the minority. And we just had, we, we saw that it, as a team of like girls in campus, that there was a problem. There was a problem because of, or even on campus, we felt like sometimes people felt like they were not good enough, or also just like the male counterparts making us feel like maybe we don't belong in the space. So obviously the How That Women Think Code was started, it's a, an organization that was within code where we were supporting each other. So should we have certain projects that we feel like we didn't understand, we would host workshops, for us to understand things the way as women who understand stuff. We just try without us judging each other or like making each other feel like small. But we were as a community where we were like, you know what? We can see that there's a problem already in the industry, in the space. What can we do about it? Then we so also the events that I was organizing was mainly uh trying to then have a path where we connect people in the industry already and the students so we can be able to see that how does it then it looks like in the tech where when you're already working. So we had a lot of our talks with big, incredible women in the space. We've had preparation for interviews as well. So it was just a community where we had on campus as a group of girls to try and make the space much more variable for us. Because to be quite honest, even now, the statistics still shows that women are the minority in the tech space. And we obviously see that there's a problem and I'm joining the space. And sometimes also with me, when I joined this meeting code, I also felt like my confidence was, wasn't as high. Because I felt like having these doubts where you are thinking to yourself, am, am I always, am I going to be able to do this? This We are always told this is a very difficult space. It's for males. It's a male-dominated industry. Women don't usually do good because of they have to be home cooking, whatever the case that is. And to just know that you're entering the space and it's already like that, what is it that you have to do to actually like cement yourself and see yourself? So yeah, that community was... So in terms of trying to find the balance between that and it wasn't difficult because already it was... We were doing stuff that we were already doing on campus. So everything else that I did was just a matter of enhancing what I was already doing on campus. So yes, I was doing the coursework and all of that stuff, but women think could also still enhance on that. So it was all connected together. 
and even the tech events that I attended the year was just a matter of me gaining more knowledge from wherever that I'm attending, whatever event that I'm attending and coming back to Wimington Court and sharing whatever that I have with everyone else. So it wasn't me alone. There's actually a group of us, we're 10 of us on campus who actually like work in this program. But yeah, so that's basically what Wimington Court is. Yeah, that's beautiful and sounds like really rewarding work. And talking about rewarding work, right, you, within Within Code again, you did uh, work like being a bootcamp assistant or rather technical assistant in this case. What was the yes. most rewarding aspect of that work that you were doing, just providing technical support and guidance to other bootcampers? I think the most rewarding thing for me was the fact that someone else did it for me. Because when I was also a bootcamper, there was someone who incredible mentor that I had then. And I knew that obviously that I need to always pass down the, the knowledge. Luckily, I was given the opportunity to be able to assist. And any little information that I got, I was able to share. But the most rewarding thing for me was just being able to be on the other side. When you just realize that Ish, at some point I was also sitting down, I'm stressed, but now I'm on the other side and I'm able to say, no, I don't want to come down. I was also here and don't worry, you'll be fine. So I think just being given the opportunity to do that for me was just like exciting and not only that but just being able to pass down knowledge and how that's always been the work that I do a lot of impact work I think it always starts small it always starts small and then just being able to then share anything that you can at that moment but also not only that but also just like realizing how much I've grown technically to be then able to assist someone else it means that I've also grown and mind you this is someone who's coming from zero background and coding and programming but now I was then able to give an opportunity to then assist someone else so obviously it means that there's so, there was so much growth in me in terms of learning the skill and learning the technology. So it was a rewarding feeling to be part of that group to assist. Yeah, yeah. You have so much smile in your face when you talk about <laughs> code. And this tells me that this is a beautiful experience for you. For yes. someone who's listening who would like to try out organizations like Within Code, I know you're not coming here as an ambassador of Within Code, but if you could actually share a little bit of how to get into the space and also how can they prepare themselves in terms of like applications and also being in and, and being part of the program how does that look like okay i think i'll forever be an ambassador for within code <laughs> even if you wake up at 3 a.m and be like hey, hey please tell me about within code i'll always have the time but however like for someone who is thinking about at least coming to within code i think the first thing to do is to learn python I think that is the first entry language that we, we get introduced to during bootcamp. I think if you have an idea about, even if you, a little idea that you have in your mind that maybe I want to try this school, learn Python, right? Learn Python programming and just, there's a lot of YouTubers that we have also on campus. Go watch that stuff and actually see how the day-to-day -day life looks like to be a weekly code student. But more than anything else, be someone who's willing to learn. It gets very tough, but just know that the end goal have your end goal, what is it? And then actually work towards that. It gets very tough, but more than anything else, within code is more of a community. You are never going to be alone. Whether you know how to program or you've never even switched on a computer from day one, or you're a master of programming, wherever, when we meet the first day on campus, we are all the same. And the curriculum is structured in a way that you're going to be fine. So even if you're in doubt right now, I'm saying to you, just sit down, familiarize yourself with Python programming. Usually the applications open around February, look into their website, and just see that if you get something that you can look into, not only that, but also you can also feel free to text me maybe on LinkedIn, Instagram, or wherever you are to actually ask more about it. But I feel like for me now, the first step is for you to just familiarize yourself with Python and just be open to anything. And don't be scared. 
there's a lot of support that we get at Rethink Code. We get mentors and all of that stuff. So even if you feel like programming is not your thing, or maybe you are scared or someone has someone else has made you scared about it, try it out. You're going to be fine because of the support that we have in the school. And what else? Just have the resilience. Be hardworking and also be willing to learn because we get introduced to, there's a lot of learning that happens in the 60 months program that you that needs you to always be fully committed to that. So be someone who's very like open to anything. But for now, make sure that you familiarize yourself with uh, Python. You can maybe have a hacker rank account where you can just learn the basics. What is it about? Do simple things like you're printing Hello World and all of that stuff. Familiarize yourself with that, but you're going to be taught. Everything else that you need to know, you're going to be taught. But for me, I'm saying for the, for the sake of the first entry test, at least learn Python, you're going to be fine. Awesome. Okay, so we're going to actually try and make sure that this goes out in, in, in January, just before people can start applying. And if you are trying to apply and get into Rethink Code, good luck to you. Um, yes. Hopefully this information is useful. Yeah, I want us to just now transition to something different, right? You, yes. beyond your the kind of work that you do right now, prior you did, like you were a bookseller and like an administrative assistant, right? How does that experience that you had back then with being an, an administrator contribute to your career as a software engineer right now? Does it have any? Uh, oh, okay. Um, I was an admin. Uh, I was. I did admin when I was still in university. So I was working for my my race, senior race. And also like I did the, I sell books at Bargain Books during my December holidays. And I think what is, what that space or type in my life has actually helped me to have people skills. At the end of the day, especially in a space like tech programming, you never build things alone. You're always going to be working in teams. So I think what, one thing that I've learned from all these jobs that I've had before was just to be able to then understand that you're going to work as a team being professional and also like just being like assertive as well and being having the boundaries and all of that stuff because of I think sometimes a lot of tech people struggle with people skills because of it's all about programming but understanding that in order for you to be able to then interact with other people or the products whatever that you have to do you need to be then able to communicate that better and I think all these different roles that I've had before being into the tech space have helped me really just to be able to communicate with people basic people skills and just and also just work hard when you're placed in a space where you don't know what to expect and you obviously have to just do your best and make sure that you stay committed so i think everything else that i've done before have has led me to this point and mm-hmm. i wouldn't change it in any way because of, i'm the person that I am, I am today because of all the path that I've, I've taken in my life so yeah people skills very important mm-hmm. soft skills very important as well because Sometimes they find like incredible tech people are so incredible, but they cannot communicate these things that they've built. So I think it's quite important for you to always be able to then communicate yourself because it's somehow it's going to come back to your life where you need to then explain products to clients or customers or whatever the case is. So, yeah. so that's basically about the people skills. Yes. Yeah. Tell me a bit about She Codes Foundation. How involved were you with that? Uh, she called so she called it a it's like a short course program something like that we are taught web development so there's this other it's like a scholarship so i was fortunate enough to have that scholarship where we were taught how to 
do your basic websites with APIs and stuff like that. So it's owned by MET. It's an international um, program where they teach our girls, specifically girls, how to uh, do the front end part of tech. So I think I just applied for that because I wanted to upskill. Mm-hmm. Fortunately enough, they have accepted into the program. So throughout the program, I've learned how to uh, use APIs. I've learned how to build websites and how to just like HTML, JavaScript, different languages. So yeah, basically it's that where a community of girls across the world, anywhere in the world, any part of the world where we get to interact with. I think Matt is based in the UK, if I'm not mistaken, but it's just a nice a community where girls all over the world are coming together for a common goal of just learning how to program. So yeah, that's she could. It's yeah. also an opportunity. If I think it's also a, uh, an opportunity to look into that because it's just like an eight, eight months, yeah, eight months course program where you can join in to upskill and just learn programming as well. So yeah, it's also one of those uh institutions where you can learn programming okay yeah so th- that sounds really good and more than anything from what i'm hearing right now you seem to be very much an av- advocate for women it is had from women can code you should, uh, she codes foundation and all the other foundations that you were part of that are pretty much advocating for women how do you see diversity generally contributing to the future of technology diversity brings solutions honestly because of i feel like for example if in a tech space where you are building like a period app for instance and usually in tech it's only just men in the space uh yes they can build the app but imagine where they when they include women in the space someone who actually experiences periods and comes and say that oh i think the app needs this and that and all of that stuff so i feel like Diversity is very important because of it brings different ideas and in different spectrums. More than anything else, I think all of us as a collective, we have the ability to solve problems. So I think it's quite important for us to be then seen in that light. And just look at the fields where there's diversity. You can see that there's quite a lot of success in terms of progression in that space. And I think it's always just so sad that women always have to further emphasize themselves and we always have to try by all means to prove ourselves that we belong in the space where else if you can just look at the statistics a lot of products that have been built where women have been involved um they've been a success and not only that the first woman to write a pro- a programming the first person to write a pro- programming language was a woman and obviously you want to find out you want to see that how did it then become a thing where suddenly it's a male dominated field where the first person who wrote the program was a woman so i think it's just a matter of just to say that we belong. And I think the reason why I think there's a lot of emphasis in terms of the human thing called she quotes is because of a tech is still one of the fields where there's absolutely no space for women. Like there isn't still very much little space for women or women who are taking big position in the tech space, even though they are in the space already, some of them, but they never really take a like, big project or whatever they can, or given opportunities because they're not trusted enough. So I think more than anything else, maybe when we finally get to a point where I feel like okay, we are fine now. I won't have to do much advocacy work in that. But I feel like now is the fact that because I'm in the space and I'm seeing what's happening, so it just naturally comes in that for me to actually want to advocate for that and to just recruit more people to come in and be part of this community. But diversity is very important in that sense that we can solve more problems when we are all together and united for one common goal. Yeah, that is so beautiful. And um, I commend you for that so much. And when we are still in the space of diversity, you were a finalist of Women in Tech Africa Awards as an inspiring teen. 
what does that mean and how did that come about who that's i think that's like my biggest highlight of the year i think some of this those things were just an affirming moment just being nominated for that was just the biggest moment so how did i get come about to be nominated i think one thing that I've realized is that there's always just someone watching you and you never realize. I was just living my life doing my PS Tech world and just doing my things. And like one of the ladies from Microsoft, her name is Vinolia. She was like, hey, Tulu, on LinkedIn. She was like, hey, can you please send me your portfolio of the things that you've done and that stuff, right? So obviously I just compiled my portfolio. I've always had nomination and all of that stuff. So when they eventually announced the nomination, I was just surprised. I'm like, oh, wow. But obviously it makes sense that it means that she nominated me when she saw the organization that they are promoting young girls who are, especially specifically in that category, who are doing impact work in the tech space. Obviously like counting your women thing code, some of the things that I do on the side, projects and all of that stuff, that all together coming, just being celebrated for that. So I think... So it was just a matter of a, a community where they celebrate women who are doing incredible things in the space. So I got nominated for that. And I think that was a life-changing opportunity. And not only that, it has opened so many doors for me that I didn't even think that it was even possible for someone like me, which is coming from a township, small township in Tembisa, to actually be like be flown to Cape Town just because of I was nominated for an award. And not only that, like being in the space where there was prof packing, the, the former vice chancellor of UCT, who was also nominated in the same. So it was just a beautiful space for me to be there and being amongst women who are doing incredible things. And not only that, but to also be seen in that light. And that thing, that that nomination for me has, you know, embarked and also has just like instilled so much light in me that I want to do more now. I want to make sure that I open up the space, I open up the, the, the opportunities to young, other young girls in the industry. And not only girls, but like anyone else who wants to be in the tech, um, now a pioneer and like I'm open to just like sharing the information because obviously I can see that it has done so much for me and obviously can do so it can also do so much for someone else out there but that was like one of my biggest highlights for the year I'm forever grateful and I think not only that I'm also just going to be continuously working with them because they really like the work that I was doing on the ground so they're like you know what we're looking to actually working with you in 2024 tries to collaborate you with and also with our existing projects and just can see how we can then work together and just like making these problems go away but yeah that was my biggest like <laughs> highlight for the year yeah it is beautiful and you deserve it and congratulations to you um you so talking about the work that you have plans to do and things that you have on the pipeline are there any specific areas that within the tech space that you're particularly excited about exploring and just being part of in the future I think for now, honestly, I think I want to focus on just like mastering the skills. I really want to get to a point where I'm just so confident enough to master the skills and like just be so proficient in what I do that I'm able to speak about it so like freely. So I think more than anything else, I obviously see myself as a CTO one day, (laughs) obviously working working towards that. But I think for now, I'm just going to be selfishly saying that I'm going to be focusing on mastering my skills. I'm gonna, this is my first time entering the corporate world as a tech girl. So I want to use this opportunity to learn as much as I, as I can so I can be able to then have all the skills that I need, learn what I need to learn. But obviously, I'm always an activist at heart. I'll be doing a little bit of projects here and there. But to be quite honest, next year, it's going to be solely for me to just learn the technologies, build things, and actually be part of teams that are working towards making 
are solving South African problems in terms of actually using the skills. I've acquired all these Java skills, Python, or whatever, but now I think it's time for me to actually then put them into practice. A lot of next year will be just me being a working girl, impact events here and there, but like a lot of times I'll just be like sitting down, upskilling, getting my certificate, and just learning and learning. Yeah. How important do you think mentorship is for someone who's pursuing the career in technology? Oh, I think mentorship is very important. Speaking of that, I need to also get a mentor because I always felt like mm, maybe I'm not ready. But I, luckily, within code, has assigned us to mentor and all of that stuff. But I think it's also important for you to ask for mentorship for someone that you see yourself in them. I don't know if I'm making sense, but I had a mentor who was a male mentor, right? I understand that obviously he was very great technically, but I think I'd, I'd really like to have a woman to mentor me because of I feel like the same things that I think should understand better and all of that stuff. But also mentorship can make your path also quite very much more simpler. Like certain things that you don't have to experience because of your mentor has already like, shared them with you. And not only that, but also knowing that you're not alone in the journey. So I think mentorship is very important in the tech space. And also just like also for opportunities, because sometimes you get a mentor who's already in the industry, who can actually just speak on your behalf, who can just put your names in tables that you never thought you've ever been in those spaces. So I think having a mentor in general is very important having guidance and all of that stuff. But also there's different types of mentors in a tech space. You can have a mentor for your technical side, someone who's going to be helping you with your tech work, with your project and all of that stuff, but also have a mentor in terms of where you then see yourself in your career or personal growth as a tech, as a person in tech. So, yeah. So I think if someone ever considers to get a mentor, try to look at it in two ways where you actually have a mentor who's going to help you with your technical skills and all of that stuff. Then also have a mentor who's going to just help you with like life, and just like a general well-being as a person still in tech and how you can then grow yourself into it. But mentorship is very important. It makes the the journey much more bearable. Mm-hmm. And also you just get to the point where you know that you're not alone in spaces. Yeah, yeah. It is important for everybody to know that we are not in this journey alone and we're not supposed to walk in it alone. So yeah, yes. if you ever find yourself in a space where you feel stuck just know that there's a community of people who would like to help you but sometimes they will not come to you you will have to go to them so I do urge you to reach out and talk to people you will be surprised how many people are very open to wanting to help you so Tulu there are people who might be listening right now right they are your age they are starting off their career some of them are actually still aspiring to get into the space but then they maybe don't really know the like the know-hows of the industry and they would need to maybe hear something from you what are some of the advices that you would give to individuals who are just starting their journey in tech i think for me it would be just ask honestly i think one thing that I really realized that is a lot of people are always willing to help you. Ask and all, all of that, but follow the right people on your social media, research and research. We, we live in a digital world right now where everyone has at least access to internet and the cell phone. Research about it. Just like also find people that you can relate to. I'm not saying that obviously don't reach for higher stars, but what I'm saying is if there's a sort of fellow who was quite relatable to you, compared to you wanting to reach out to your CEO, you might not even get a response for them. I feel like we know where you are. As a beginner, find people that you can access. You can always ask questions. And I think people, like surprisingly, people are always willing to share and teach other people. So for me, it would be like, 
research, ask questions. People are always here to listen to you and to help you. And what else? Just have the passion for it more than anything else. I think passion will be able to then drive you to be in the right spaces in the right time. But also, if you can, try to also attend tech events that are happening around because I think there's a lot of motivation that you also and inspiration that you get when you attend this kind of events because you, you get to be in a space where there are like-minded people and also not only that, also there's just like people in the different ranges, the beginners, people in the middle in, in their career, but also there's people who have 20 to 5 years in the space. So you get to have an, an, an opportunity to interact with people in different levels. So what I'm going to say is search, ask questions, follow the right channels, follow the right people, and people are always willing to li uh, listen to you and help you. So just start wherever you are, whatever that you have, start from that space. But just, just get it done, begin. Everything else will fall into play. But for me, it would be don't even think about it. If you have a little idea about you entering the tech space, find the right people, ask questions, research, you're going to be fine. You'll find your way through the space once you're already inside. So don't overthink it, just do it. So do not overthink it, just do it, Tulu has yes. said, and I hope you've taken it. We are about to wrap up, right? And this conversation has been really um heartwarming for me and i'm really excited for everyone to also listen to it and get something out of it before we actually close off is there anything that you think you would, you would like to share with with our audience about your journey and experiences that you think I, I, we didn't touch on um i think one thing that people actually don't realize that um i think a lot of my journey has been just like marked by a lot of resilience and i think if there's anybody listening here is that just imagine having to pivot in life where you don't have both the parents and you have to then figure out your things by yourself and actually just rely on other people. And I think one thing that I've learned in the journey is that my in my journey specifically, there's a lot of people who have always been willing to help me. And people didn't just help me because of they just wanted to, but because of I asked. So that's why I'm saying to a lot of people, anyone who has an idea of actually pivoting to tech, just ask. Because if I didn't ask, I wasn't going to know as well. Just gonna find my space in where I am right now. So ask questions, and not only not only that, any challenge that you are facing right now in your life, just know that it's possible for you to. It's possible for you to find yourself. It's possible for you to then reach for the stars and reach for your dreams. Especially in tech, it's so big that it's there's so much space for everyone else. You don't have to be the richest person or whatever, but you just have to then have the goal and actually understand that. You belong in the space and no matter what challenges you're going through because obviously like just you can imagine where you are thinking oh i don't even i don't even have a laptop to even embark into within code but actually if you research you will know that within code provides you with the resources for you to actually learn how to program and there's, there's not only within code there's also girl code and omuzi and many other organizations that are doing the same thing so i feel like for me resources cannot be the reason why you are not able to get it to take because there's actually support for you that it's there so i think just start i'm saying again start and ask questions there's always someone who's willing to help you and listen to you yeah well Tulu, like i said this has been really beautiful and yes. i just want to say to you that we are watching we love what we're seeing and really just like paying cl close attention to your journey it's beautiful and i think there's so much that you're still or rather is still about to unfold in your career. Looking forward to you getting into the corporate space and shining there. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy for you. 
So we are so going to transition, right? We're going to transition to the letter uh, that yes. I've asked you to write to your younger 10 years self. Take it away. Whew. Side note, this was the most difficult thing, but we can unpack later on. I wrote something little for my 10-year-old self. The letter goes like this. As I write down these words, I want to tell you some cool stuff. Life might seem uh, a bit confusing right now, but guess what? Like a big adventure is waiting for you. Remember how you love learning new things? Keep it that because there are so many ex uh, exciting things waiting for you. Dream boldly, for those dreams will be the compass guiding you through your life. Hold on into kindness like a precious gem. It's always been about it and it always will be. Believe in yourself. Always believe in yourself, and more than anything else, follow your name, Tolofelo, which means hope. Everything else that's happening for life is happening for you. And remember that in the journey that you are going through, remember prayer is your biggest weapon. Should you feel confused, go back to God. Should you feel discouraged, go back to God. Should you feel happy about anything else, go back to God. But more than anything else, you are going to become the greatest person ever. Your name will be in the world stages, and people will want to know the story because of it's so good. Believe in yourself and keep it. Oh, I'm sending hugs to the young Tulu and we cannot wait to see you in Billboards. To everybody listening, goodbye. Thank you for joining me in this episode of She Talks Tech. If you enjoyed our discussion and found it inspiring, I encourage you to follow and share the podcast. By doing so, you will never miss an episode and can help spread the empowering stories of women in technology and STEM. Let's work together to break barriers, shatter stereotypes, and build more inclusive and diverse future. Join the conversation, follow and share the She Talks Tech podcast. Thank you so much for your support. I look forward to having you with me in the future.